0: Ahoy and welcome to the Jolly Reader. I'm your host Captain Book. Okay so Halloween's coming up so I decided to do some throwback and we're gonna do Goosebumps One Day at Horrorland by R.L. Stein. So I had two of these from my childhood. This one's from 1994 and if you listened to the last episode you know this already but I let Allie and my mom pick which one they wanted me to do and this is the one they picked. So just heads up, this whole story is going to be in typical dramatic fashion because it's ridiculous because it's a goosebump story. So enjoy. This is going to be a fun one. Chapter one. This starts off promising. So the first line says, as we enter the gates to Horrorland, we had no idea that in less than an hour we would be lying in our coffins. Also, I don't know why, side note, it's really difficult for me to say horror without saying an inappropriate word. So there's that. Okay, so Lizzie, she's our main character. I don't think they say her age. I'm gonna guess she's like 12. And she says she's only like two years older than her brother, but she's the brave one. And then we have mom and dad. That's Mr. and Mrs. Morris. They're trash. We'll get into that. Then we have Lizzie's little brother, Luke, who's a terror. He's just like a pinching monster and he's just punching his friends and whatever. And then we have Luke's friend, Clay, who is a scaredy cat. No shame in that. So the family, by the way, so Luke's not related. But if I say the family, I'm talking about the five of them, obviously. So they're all in the car and they're trying to go to Zoo Gardens theme park. And dad left the map at home. So, this is 1994. So, for the kids out there, we used to not have GPS, and we used to have to print off directions or just use a good old-fashioned map before there was internet, and uh, if you forgot it, you were out of luck, and you just had to use the signs on the road. Also, they say they're like 10 hours from home, so I don't know, like, is this zoo garden's like the best place they've ever been, but what the heck? Why would you drive that far? So, anyways... I have here in my notes that the mom and dad are pretty insufferable. They're fighting aggressively, like, the entire time. I told you to pack the map. No, I told you, meh, I'm bad, toxic. So, the family keeps driving, and all they see is sand, because they're lost in the desert. I don't even know what state they're in, but okay. And they don't see any gas stations. They don't see any people or anything. And the dad pulls over to look for a map in the glove compartment, but the mom's like, I already checked. It's not in there. So... Lizzie, she's our main character, looks out the sunroof and she sees a hideous monster staring down at them, lowering its enormous head, about to crush the car. Chapter two. So like every chapter literally ends on a cliffhanger. So we're just going to do it like this and enjoy. Lizzie quickly realizes that the monster is a billboard, which... I'll post a picture if there's on my Instagram I think it's like what the front cover is anyways the billboard says welcome to horror land where nightmares come to life one mile whatever direction they ask the parents if they can go because they can't find the zoo gardens and the parents give in which is super weird to me like I don't know like I get it's to move the plot forward but like I couldn't imagine doing this myself And then the kids are like, we can leave if we hate it. And I'm like, are we not worried about how much it costs? Like, could you imagine paying like $17 to get three kids in? And then they're like, I don't like this. Let's leave. Ends up being free, but like, big, who cares? So (laughs) anyways, they drive into the wilderness and they see this park. It like literally is in the middle of nowhere. And... There's like huge, strange, colorful rides and buildings or whatever, and the parking lot's almost empty, but they see buses that say Horrorland across the side, whatever. So just hold on to that. Then they see the same monster on a billboard sign that reads, The Horrorland Horrors Welcome You to Horrorland. The mom's like, I don't get it. Don't get me started on the mom. You'll see why in a hot minute. So the kids get out of the car and start running towards the gate, and the mom and dad hurry to catch them. And then there's a deafening explosion. That makes the ground shake. Lizzie turns around and sees the car burst apart, exploding into a million pieces. Chapter three. I told you this is weird and crazy. So the car blew up. And all that's left is small chunks of metal. Okay. Just, I don't uh, react accordingly because I don't really know what to say about all that. So the mom is just relieved that no one was in the car at the time. And the dad's like obviously upset that his car just exploded. This is 1994. His entire CD collection is gone. What's he going to do? This is pre iPods. Anyways, so they hurry to the front gate for help. And there's a green monster with a realistic looking costume that describes itself as a horror so like all the monsters in the park are called horrors so i have to say the word a million times anyways they're not promiscuous they're just scary so the dad is like my car just exploded i need a phone and the monster's like no phones and the dad by the way they it's just like monsters and costumes is what they believe we'll see it's a goosebumps story so ooh so anyways the monster's like No phones. And the dad's like, My car exploded. I need a phone. Like, this is non negotiable. And the monster's like, We'll take care of you. And the dad's like, Do you not understand that I need a phone? This is ridiculous. My car just exploded. And the monster's like, Allow us to take care of you and take care. We'll take care of everything. Don't let this spoil your visit. And the dad's like, Spoil my visit. Like, what in the heck? I have no car. It exploded. How many times do I have to tell you this? And they're like, Please enjoy your stay. Don't worry about transportation. The other whores and I will make sure you're properly taken care of. Please enter as our guest with free admission. I'm sorry about your car. That exploded. So the mom... Mom, I just... Her name's probably Karen. So the mom says, Oh, we've been driving a long time. Let's let the kids... Like, they need to blow off some steam. Let's go into this. Let's not worry about what just freaking happened to our car. So... They walk down this cobblestone street with strange cottages called Werewolf Village. And there's a sign that says, do not feed the werewolves if you can help it. And they see a horror looking at them through a window. And they also see one carrying a very real looking human head and using it like a yo-yo. So then a wolf runs past them and they assume it's a dog or it's animatronic. And the dad's freaking out because he needs to find a phone. And the mom says, oh, I'll go with you because you're so panicked. You'll need me to talk on the phone for you. So they just, in all caps I have written, they just leave the kids. They just leave them. And they don't say the ages, like I said, but I think Lizzie's, like, not very old. And the mom's like, well, the place is clean, so the kids will be fine. So the parents leave to find a phone. And the kids are just standing there because a hungry red eyes of a wolf are locked on them. Chapter four. So the wolf thing is growling at them and then, like, walks behind a building. And the kids convince themselves, oh, it's just, like, a robot, whatever. So they see a sign that says, no pinching. And... They see, I don't know if I write it down every time, but they see like three or four of these signs throughout the story. So Lizzie jokes that the sign is specifically for her younger brother, Luke, because he's a notorious pincher. He's like, I'm the pinching monster. I'm annoying little brother. Then this is mentioned a couple times too. They see a mom and dad and a crying little girl hurry past. And like Lizzie mentions throughout, like all the kids are always crying at this place. So anyways, they leave... (laughs) the werewolf cottages, to try to find some rides, and they spot the doom slide. Will you be the one to slide forever? They can hear kids laughing and screaming, but they can't see down the slide, because I'm assuming they're like enclosed slides or whatever. So they climb to the top, and they see another sign. Warning, you may be the one to slide to your doom. So whatever, they get to the top, and there are two horrors like working the ride, and they say to the kids that it's a long way down And there's like multiple numbered slides. And the whores say, be careful which slide you pick. Don't pick the doom slide or you'll slide down forever and ever. Chapter five. So Lizzie chooses slide number three because that's her lucky number. And then Luke takes number two next to her. And then Clay is like, I'm going to take 10 on the far end, which is really odd, but plot. And it's dark and curvy, and Lizzie, like, loves it. She says she's, like, screaming, like, the fun kind of screaming or whatever. And she pops out at the bottom of the slide, and it's outside, like, they're in the grass. And Luke comes out of his slide right after her next her. but they can't find Clay. So they run around the front of the building to see if the, his slide came out in a different area because they all, like, curve off different ways, whatever. And Clay isn't there. So they find a horror, and they ask about... The slides and like this is my friend this is what he looks like have you seen him and the horror tells them that everyone comes out the back the front is the entrance that's where they went to go look so lizzie and luke are like where is clay then and the horror says maybe your friend chose the doom slide chapter six So Luke's convinced that Clay is sliding forever, but Lizzie has an idea. So she drags her brother back up the doom slide, and they both sit on slide 10, the one Clay chose, because they're like, we're going to pop out in the same spot he did. Luke thinks they're going to die, and they start sliding. Chapter 7. Some of these are really short. They're like literally two-page chapters. Anyways, they're going down the slide slide number 10 is much rougher than slide number two and three. They're talking about like dips and tight curves and getting like the wind knocked out of them and stuff. And Lizzie and Luke realize they have been sliding for too long. Like they should have been at the bottom by now. Then they feel what they think is hot, sticky spider webs on their faces. And Lizzie pulls the webs off and says like her face is burning. It like really hurts her face. And then she thinks she finally sees daylight, like the bottom of the slide. And it's not, it's blazing flames. So the slide ahead of them is on fire and Luke's screaming that they're going to burn up. Somebody help us. Chapter eight. So Lizzie shuts her eyes, but then she opens them when she feels like a cool rush of air because she thinks we're going to die. And the flames are now behind them. And Luke's convinced that they're just some special effects that and like, I wasn't scared, whatever, even though Lizzie knew they were both scared. He tries to be brave this whole time, whatever. So they finally reach the bottom and hit the ground. And there's a sign that reads, welcome to doom, population zero humans. But luckily, Clay is standing next to the sign waiting for them. And he's like, where were you guys? And they were like, we were looking for you. And he's like, same. I didn't see you guys, blah, blah, blah. They explain. They say, we went down number 10 to find you, whatever. So Luke pretends he wasn't afraid and would go down it again, blah, blah, blah. So he's trying to be big and bad in front of his friend. So then they see kids in swimsuits heading towards Horror Rapids. I put side note, ding. How did they know to bring swimsuits? Like this implies that they've been here before or saw it advertised, but that's just me. Then they see a sign for the House of Mirrors. Also like side note, if you're ever in a real house of mirrors, just look at the dirty footprints on the floor. Then you won't run into mirrors. Cause you know like, oh, this leads out. The floor will not deceive you. So anyways, Luke wants to go in the house of mirrors. Lizzie wants to find their mom and dad. And Luke says that there aren't many people like in the park and they can have some fun before they find their parents. Then a horror approaches Lizzie and it says, get out while you can, it like whispers it. Then it looks around and makes sure no one watching it and says, please, I'm serious. Get away while you can. Chapter nine. So Clay and Lizzie are starting to get worried about this message from this whore about getting out, but Luke's ready for some fun. And there's another no pinching sign. And then there's a sign for the house of mirrors that says reflect before you enter. No one may ever see you again. The puns are Fantastic. I don't know if it's a pun, but it's just clever. So the boys go into the house of mirrors and Lizzie tries to catch up to them and they're shouting like, try to find us. And they're giggling at her and stuff. And she hits her head on a mirror at one point. She actually does that twice. Then she enters a room where it's all mirrors, including the floor and the ceiling. It's not just the walls. And she calls out to the boys again. But this time there's no reply. Chapter 10. So Lizzie is frantically looking and calling for the boys. Then she hears them whispering and giggling like they were playing a trick on her and she is not amused. So she tells them to wait for her to catch up. So they do, but they're like, hurry up, it's boring waiting for you. So she gets into a room that's all glass instead of mirrors and she can see Luke and Clay, but they quickly realize like all three of them are in different rooms and the glass is separating them. So they start walking around the rooms trying to find a way out but none of them can find their way. Like, they can't even find the way they came in. They're, like, touching the walls, and there's no opening. Then, Lizzie's, like, pushing on the wall by her brother, but she feels it push back, and the walls of each room is closing in on them, and they're about to be crushed. Chapter 11. Walls closing in. All sides of the glass and the ceiling and the floors are crushing them. They're all crying out for each other and Lizzie tells us that it's getting hard to breathe cause it's pushing on her and she's being crushed into a human square. Chapter 12. Just as they're being squished, Lizzie feels the floor drop away. She starts sliding down a chute and is dumped out on the grass. Luke's convinced that this is just how the amusement park works. They make you think you're a goner and then they save you at the last second, like to scare you. Lawsuit anyone anyways. And he was like, it's an amusement park. They want you to return. So, like, they're not going to kill you. So, Lizzie makes a valid point, And she's like, what if it malfunctions and the floor doesn't drop out in time? Like, then we just die? And Luke's like, oh, I'm sure they tested to make sure it's working fine. Blah, blah, blah. So, then Clay asks if it's possible to actually be scared to death. Which, <laughs> yes. Anyways. So, Luke runs up to one of the horrors walking by and asks if anyone's ever died in the park. And the horror's like, only once. And Luke's like, see, only one person's died, which is also like one too many, but whatever. And the horror's like, no, you misunderstood. A person can only die once here. No one's ever died twice. Chapter 13. We're flying through this. Okay, Luke wants to keep going on rides, but Lizzie and Clay are ready to find the mom and dad. So... They are walking past this rickety wooden roller coaster. And the sign says, out of order. Do you dare to ride it anyways? And Luke wants to go on this death trap. But Lizzie and Clay are like, no way. And they just keep heading down this path. And they're under these thick trees. And the sign says, beware of tree snakes. So they all start running when they hear hissing. And they enter an area of statues of monsters with their arms outstretched. And they think they're like moving. And if you've ever seen Doctor Who, they're basically weeping angels. So don't blink. Then they keep running until they reach a sign that says, front exit. Don't bother. You'll never escape. And they keep following the path. And they come up on a large barn. There is not a path around the barn. The path goes straight through. And the sign says, Bat Barn. So Lizzie unfairly hates bats. Bats are not that bad. I like bats, so whatever. But anyways, so Luke's like already inside. And he's like, come on, like, if you just run, you can get to the other open door on the other side of the barn in 10 seconds. So Lizzie and Clay's like, fine, let's just do this. So once they go inside, the door slams shut. And they turn around and the door they entered also slams shut. And they're in complete darkness and they hear the fluttering of of wings Lizzie feels something brush against the back of her neck chapter 14 there's bats everywhere and the kids are utterly panicked and Lizzie gets a bat stuck in her hair and she tries to like get it off of her and stuff while she's trying to make her way to the other side of the barn and they're all screaming for help but there's no one there to get them out of the barn chapter 15 Lizzie's losing it at this point. She's choking and sobbing. She hates bats. Then the barn door opens and the bats are gone. And Luke's like, I just got to the door. I touched it and it just opened. And Luke's like, it's just special effects because if they were real, where did the bats go? You know, valid. But this is a Goosebumps book. So, you know, the kids continue to make their way to the front of... The amusement park to find their parents and they see a sign that says alligator pond feel free to swim here and Luke's laughing but Clay's like not a fan of these signs and he's like actually scared so they spot the doom slide again and realize they're back at the plaza they see two adults they think are their parents they run up to them no it's just strangers then that's like more executed in the book but You know, you're like, oh, they're mom and dad. Nope, just kidding. So anyways, Lizzie sees two horrors and describes her parents and asks if they've seen them. And the horror is like, oh, yes, they left about a half hour ago. They asked me to give you a message. Goodbye. Chapter 16. The horrors walk off and Lizzie's like trying to convince the boys, mom and dad would never leave without us. Your mom might, but we'll get there. So anyways, (laughs) they start searching the park for their parents for hours without being able to find them. They loop back around to the alligator pond that they earlier saw four teenagers jump into and they're like standing there and they figure out what to do and they see two logs floating towards them. But then they realize they're large alligators. They're still trying to figure out what to do and where the parents are. Well, and they're standing by the pond. And Lizzie says that the only logical thing she can think of is something bad happened to their parents because they should have been able to find them by now. And the parents wouldn't have left without the kids. So where are they? Then Lizzie feels a strong hand grab her from behind and push her into the alligator pond. Chapter 17. Lizzie realizes she wasn't being tossed into the alligator pond, but the strong hand on her shoulder was her dad, and they've been looking for the kids. They said they've been walking around, so they must have just been walking opposite directions or something. So the mom says the horrors were very nice to us and weren't lying when they said there was no phones, and they told the parents that when they're ready to leave, just go to the ticket booth, and they'll like take care of it and give them a car to borrow or whatever. So Luke's starving and the parents haven't gone on a ride. So they're going to stay and get food and go on a ride before they go home. Which, by the way, they never get food. So I don't know why that's brought it up. But the parents want to go on a ride and enjoy themselves. Mistakes were made. So they find a log ride. And I call it a log ride. That's what it is, though. But it's coffins that you lay down in. This is the back to the beginning of the book where she was like, an hour from now, we'd be laying in our coffins. So the horror running the ride says lie back and enjoy the ride it will be your last and the mom's like this looks comfy let me just lay in this coffin and lizzie's laying there floating on the water and she's like this isn't so bad i guess but she can't help to think that something bad is going to happen of course it's a goosebumps book let's do it chapter 18 Everyone's in their coffin chilling, and the mom's like very relaxed and they're all joking about how Luke could live at Horrorland cause he likes it so much. And then the coffin lid slams shut and Lizzie's trapped in total darkness. Chapter 19. Lizzie hears the other coffin lids shut around her and the muffled cries of her family and Clay. She tries to calm herself and says, just a ride, the lid will pop open any minute because that's what's happened on all the other rides they've gone on. And she counts, I think to like 50 and the lid's still not open. And it's stuffy and it's getting hard to breathe and it's hot and she feels itching, crawling sensation on her legs. It's spiders, or at least she thinks it is. Chapter 20. So Lizzie tries to get the spiders off of her, but her arms won't reach because she's crammed in the coffin. Then... Her lid popped open and she saw her whole family like scrambling out. They're out a dock and the parents are mad and they're like, let's get out of here. They take these rides too far. Like, I'm not about this life. I'm like, Lizzie tried to warn you about this, but you had to go on a ride, get your money's worth. So they're back at the front entrance and the dad's ready to go to the ticket booth like he was told to get the heck out of there. But all the ticket booths are closed because spooky. And Lizzie suggests they go to the parking lot, to try to find like a parking attendant to help them. They see a sign that says, no exit, no one leaves Horrorland alive, and they go to the gate, but it won't open. Then Lizzie sees the heavy chain and large steel padlock on the gate. They're locked in. Chapter 21. They realize they're locked in, as I stated, and they're really starting to panic, as a normal person would. Also, there's like no one around. And then dozens and dozens of horrors march out into the plaza without saying anything, being all creepy. And they draw closer and closer to the family who is already pressed up against the fence. Luke asks, what are they going to do to us? Chapter 22. Now there are hundreds of horrors according to the mom, but I don't know if I believe that. And they stop only a few feet in front of the family. Lizzie's like, what do you want? And one horror in a cheery voice says, I want to thank you. I'm the Horrorland MC, which I didn't know what that was. It's called Master of Ceremonies. It's like a common thing, I guess. So anyways, she like informs them that they've been appearing on Horrorland Hidden Camera, a TV show. Apparently it's on the Monster Channel. Okay. So like, I don't know how old some of my listeners are, but it's like Candid Camera. That used to be a show. And like, if you're really lucky, like Ashton Kutcher would like punk you or whatever. (laughs) That's a different show, but just whatever. There's hidden cameras. They used to do one where the camera was in the car and they like videotape people singing and stuff. I don't know. Whatever. So the parents are like, I've never seen this. We don't have cable, which I hope you guys know what cable is. (laughs) Netflix used to come in the mail. The end. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. So (laughs) back to the story. So Lizzie looks around. She sees cameras like high up on poles and stuff, like confirming, yes, this is a hidden TV or hidden camera tv show so the MC says she enjoyed watching them from the start like their reaction to the car blowing up which we're still like not really talking about but okay and to show their appreciation for the family's participation they're going to provide them with a new car does it have all my cds from the 1990s i don't think so what about my cassettes new car so anyways the mc's like the real exit is behind that yellow door in the tall green building warning warning you guys red flags so <laughs> the family enters this building and the door slams shut behind them shocker and there's a deep voice it's like welcome to the horror challenge you have one minute to go through the monster obstacle course keep in mind that the games are now over and this is real you're playing for your life chapter 23 So this is straight chaos at this point. Like the dad's yelling, the voice over the loudspeakers telling them to run if they even want a chance of living and like there's a countdown. There's monsters everywhere, like a huge ape creature with four arms, six foot tall, birds, giant furry snake things, an elephant-like creature. It's just a mess. So Lizzie manages to free Luke from one of the birds. I don't know. It's just something that happens. And he asks Lizzie, he's like, are we going to make it out in time? And Lizzie before she can answer, she gets picked up and thrown on the ground by this elephant thing and she's about to be stomped by this giant hairy elephant foot which also would be called a Mammoth, woolly mammoth, but whatever. So you didn't create a new monster. You just, like, reincarnated one that's been extinct. Anyways, so Lizzie realizes and says to herself, like, I'm not going to make it. This thing's going to crush me. And I say, also, where the heck is a mom just, like, ditching her kids? I would die first. Like, I would have Allie with me. I wouldn't just be like, I'm going to run. Hope my kids and this other person's kid makes it. Don't get me started with the mom. I'm telling you, chapter 24. (laughs) So the foot's coming down on Lizzie, and then she hears a buzzer beep, like the time's up. The elephant creature removes its foot, and all the monsters are gone, and the lights, I don't know, the lights don't come on, but they, like, get brighter or whatever. And the MC, or whatever, the loudspeaker's like, do we have any survivors? And then the thing responds like, yes, we do. Three out of five. Three out of five. Chapter 25. Lizzie looks over and sees Luke and Clay huddled together. Three out of five. She realizes her mom and dad ate the dust. Then the voice over the loudspeakers like, correction, five out of five survivors. We've never had a perfect score before. Okay. So Lizzie says her dad has a large gash on his arm, but other than that, they're unharmed. That's pretty harmed, but okay. The family's furious, obviously. And they're like huddled together and the floor begins to tilt and they're dumped into the plaza where the horrors are cheering for them. And Lizzie's screaming like, you can't do this to us. Like, who are you really? Show me your face. So she goes to pull off the mask on the MC's face. And then she screams when she realizes the truth. Chapter 26. The MC's not wearing a mask or a costume. All the monsters are real. (laughs) Duh, it's Goosebumps. So the dad's like, I thought you said you were on a TV show. And they're like, yeah, we're highly rated and watched by monsters all over the place. And she explains that most people don't take the park seriously, like the rides and the signs. They all think it's jokes, but it's serious to them. That comes back around. So the dad's shouting and the MC interrupts and it's like, oh, that's all the time we have for this week. It's time to say goodbye. And the horde of horrors starts shoving the family toward this bubbly purple pond pit thing. And the Horrorland MC drops a rock into the pond and is like, the rock immediately is like sucked down into the goop. And the MC says, see how easy it's going to be to say goodbye. Now will you jump in or do you want to be pushed? Chapter 27. So they're all getting backed up to the edge of this purple pit and the five of them are holding hands and the dad's like, I'm sorry I even brought you here. I like made bad decisions, whatever. And the MC asks again, are you going to jump or are you going to be pushed? And Lizzie has a wild, crazy idea. She thinks about how the MC said that people don't take the park seriously and that the horrors take it all serious. So Lizzie goes up to the MC and gives her the hardest pinch she can give. Chapter 28. The MC lets out a gasp and starts to deflate, which also reminds me of Doctor Who, but I digress. Lizzie says the no pinching signs were serious and the family starts pinching the horrors and they start deflating and then lots of the other horrors start like stampeding and running away in terror. And the family gets out to the parking lot because the gate's now conveniently unlocked. I don't know just how it is. And their car blew up. So they're like, we can take one of the Horrorland buses. Hopefully the keys are in them, which they will be. We all know that. So Luke starts yelling. He's like, the whores are coming after us. So sure enough, they're pouring out of the gate saying, give up. No one ever escapes. Chapter 29. This is the end. So here we go. They run to the buses, and the dad gets on first, followed by the mom, then the boys and Lizzie. Parents, get it together. Could you imagine jumping on a bus and just being like, I hope my kid makes it and doesn't get murdered? Like, I would yeet Allie into that bus so quick, and then Josh can fend for himself. Like, (laughs) I'm just kidding, Josh. Sorry. Okay, so they make it out of the parking lot, and they drive for hours and hours home, and they get parked in their driveway, and they get out, and they see that a horror had been clinging to the back of their bus the whole way home. And Lizzie's in fear and she asks, what do you want? And he's like, here, we forgot to give you your free passes for next year. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Halloween. And I was like, just pinch him. That's pretty much my only lingering question. Like it's one, just pinch him. I also still want to know how those kids knew about the swimsuits, but that's just me. So, I know this was a little weird, but I hope you guys enjoyed it because it was just like a fun thing for Halloween. Next time, we're going to do some at Ground Poe. I just have like a book. So, we're going to do Telltale Heart. There's like two other ones. I can't remember what they're called. It'll be a surprise. Something to look forward to. Once upon a midnight dreary, as I wander weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, as I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping as if someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. To some visitor, I muttered, rapping, or, I don't know, tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. By the way, I have that memorized forever, and I don't even know if I said it right, but there you go. There's a little snippet of Edgar Allan Poe, but we're not doing the Raven because that's too typical. So, in closing, I don't know. I got to pull my notes because I forget my closing thing. In closing, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok at the Jolly Reader Podcast. Subscribe so you get notifications when new episodes are posted. Please leave a review because it helps other crewmates find this podcast. Please share with your friends, family, or anyone that would like a spooky Halloween episode or likes Edgar Allan Poe because that's coming up next. And if you like secondhand embarrassment, stay tuned for the text outtakes no that's an outtake right there there's a preview for you if you like secondhand embarrassment stay tuned for the outtakes and i will talk to you next time for some egg around post stuff with my first mate until we sail again this has been the jolly reader bone voyage hey you made it to the outtakes let's do it testing it's spooky season. I don't know what to put in this. Me and Ally competed in a karate competition and we got some medals, even though we didn't compete against that many people, but I don't even care, I'm proud. Okay, let's check the test. My lawn guys are here, hold on. So my lawn guys are here and they're coming tomorrow too, so I don't know, but here we go. They see a sign that says Horrorland across, oh, they see buses, excuse me. You'll see why in a hot minute. Whoops. Okay. Hey, are you guys really wrestling? Because you know I'm recording. Get out. All three of them. Rory, go wrestle somewhere else. This house is big. Go somewhere else. Go in my room or something. Go away. They're just all staring at me. Anyways. Werewolf Village. Hey! Get out! Get. Go. Ugh. And they can't go outside because it just got fertilized. My cat is laying here like, what in the heck? Girls! Aurora Briar enough she is being rotten right now so anyways we're just gonna have the dogs wrestling in the background because I just can't even I need to get through this now all four of them including the cat are wrestling why do I have a zoo I can't even put them outside because the fertilizer meow okay I stopped and started this recording like 50 times and then my mom called okay well I don't even know where we're on chapter 11 but does it have all my CDs from 2004? I don't think so. Oh, no. This is way older than that. My mom is calling me back. Pause. Okay. Um. I am Allie. You are with me to my mom.